Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Having a set of processes and procedures to keep you and your podcast moving is an obvious success factor. But when those processes and procedures start to fail, can you adjust quickly? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Not every experiment works, at least not the way you wanted it to. Successfully deployed tactics sometimes have a shelf life, and their effectiveness wanes over time. Best practices are often eroded by the winds of change. And what you read in a book from last year was written the year before that, making that advice out of date well before it was even seen by your eyes. Now, I'm being a little disingenuous making these blanket statements because there are plenty of time-tested methodologies and truisms you can almost always count on, even in podcasting. But at some point, you're going to find that something you thought was a staple of your process is no longer delivering for you or for your show. And if you're like most podcasters, me included, you'll keep doing that thing. Sure in your own conviction that it's the right thing to do and that whatever deficiencies you're currently experiencing are just a momentary blip. Soon enough, things will start to snap back to where they were before. Maybe, but maybe not. Look, it took me the better part of two years to recognize that my approach to medium wasn't working. No, wasn't working isn't strong enough. It took me the better part of two years to recognize that my approach to medium was stupid. See, two years ago, I was seduced by medium's partner plan. A plan that, well, if not promised, then certainly intimated the possibility of fat stacks of cash I'd get by metering the articles I posted on Medium. Now, if you're unaware, I write an article for every single episode of Podcast Pontifications, an article that covers the exact things I said in the podcast episode, but expanded and reformatted for people to read instead of listen to. Now, I post that article on my website. I mail that article to all of my subscribers to Podcast Pontifications in your inbox, which is a free service that I think you should totally sign up for. Just hit that big subscribe button on the show's website, or there's also a link in the episode details of your listening app. And I also started posting that same article on Medium. Medium was, and perhaps still is, a preferred reading destination slash platform for many people. And lots of human curation takes place on the platform. Now, I've been a user of the service for several years now, both as a regular reader as well as a content creator, and I knew that the content that I was writing would likely resonate with at least some of the audience, so I thought I'd try my hand at making 
the medium content I posted premium. Well, that didn't work. I barely made enough money from that program each month to cover the cost of my own paying to be in the service. It didn't start working well and then stop working, by the way. Never really worked for me. But I was caught up in the idea that it might work. And I was seeing my follower count on Medium rise rapidly through the program. But during that time, my coffers remained let's call it unlined, (laughs) with little more than a few dollars every month coming in. But for two years, I kept putting things under media's paywall. Until last weekend, when I finally suffered the multiple-hour pain of unmetering a few hundred stories, one story at a time, because, of course, there's no bulk editing tool to accomplish that task. So why did it take me so long to figure out that wasn't working? Momentum. I'll tell you about that. But first, this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to Podcast pontifications.com. And thanks again. Momentum is typically something you want in a time-intensive creative pursuit like podcasting. It's the lack of momentum, or at least the inability to quickly achieve momentum, that makes so many novice podcasters burn out after just a handful of episodes. And we need momentum in podcasting. We need that force pushing us or carrying us along. It may be hard for you to remember what it was like when you first started podcasting, but I assure you, it was incredibly hard for you to keep going after the initial excitement wore off. And here's a dirty little secret. The more podcasts you start from scratch during your career, the faster that initial excitement runs out. So you're going to start looking for momentum in your procedures and practices much quicker because that's the only way to keep you going. But momentum on its own can push you in a direction that is off the beaten path. Momentum doesn't recognize when the environment around it changes. Momentum is resistant to evidence that a tactic may not be working any longer. Momentum is what carries your car over the cliff when you've fallen asleep at the wheel. But momentum doesn't have total control over you as a podcaster. You have agency. So you can pump the brakes or crank the wheel or take some other action when you find that momentum is working against you, or at least not working out like you wanted it to. The trick is having enough bandwidth and foresight to analyze the effectiveness of the momentum you've developed. Analysis that isn't too quick to jump at small fluctuations, but also doesn't take you two friggin' years to figure out when something just isn't working. 
to do that, you have to know why you are doing as much as what you are doing. You have to know the difference between foundational tactics, processes that have results that are by their nature difficult to quantify, which can quickly show diminishing results. You know, it's very easy to conflate the two promotional tactics and foundational tactics. It's very easy to conflate that, even for seasoned pros like me. But with that, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.com media.